Hello, welcome back to Big Gay Nerds playing Fate Core, specifically World of Adventure, Knights of Invasion. Yeah, you really kept that one hidden from us, didn't you? Yeah, I'm impressed uh, well, that I did. I guess we could have Googled it. Yeah, no, yeah. Be no, because we couldn't have because because when the, the doc that Owen gave us originally didn't say Knights of Invasion, it said Knights of Fate. So, yeah. and I don't know anything about Fate, so I was just. Uh. <laughs> You know, well, I, rolling I on a wing in a prayer. I was worried that anyone who was like, uh, being like, oh, th this, like, this system has been fun. I'm gonna check out what products they have. What if? <laughs> what if what would have noticed the alien nights. Of books with aliens. Yeah. <laughs> it's just little. Uh, it's just little grays on the cover of the Knights of Fate. Like, you oh, know, you know what? I'm going. Sign. I'm gonna show you the actual oh, boy. cover. Oh, good. I was uh, gonna say. Is, this is not like reflecting anything how things are gonna play out in our thing, but here's oh jeez, that's a oh my god. Oh boy. That's a bad link. It's one of those excessively large ones. Oh boy. Yeah. While you try and figure out that link situation, I was gonna say I love setting twists like this. <laughs> like there's the Pathfinder setting Numeria, which oh my is god. the mm -hmm. idea of oh my god, that cover's great. But it's the really idea good. <laughs> of fantasy thing, but also there's aliens. But yeah. also like I, what I appreciate that about this so far is that since we didn't, like, see the cover or have any, like, real warning about the alien content, that the core setting twist was a surprise for us also. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we were leaning all in on the knights. Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah I thought yeah. this was just like, we're gonna play some fucking knights, and that's Yeah, it. I expected maybe a magical twist. Yeah. I didn't... Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. It's yeah, aliens. the Green Knight is a pretty clear telegraph for like some fairy shit or yeah something. yeah we said atlantean or some, Ar or some arthurian yeah. shit at least yeah just right. just yeah. like well. ground myth nope. incident incidentally this is both <laughs> kind of funny in the context of the alien thing and funny in a oh like history is kind of weird and sometimes amusingly boring way um apparently so like medieval like literature historians have for a long time been trying to figure out like what's the visual like the metaphorical significance of the green knight you know it right. being green because that's so weird um it might just be a mistranslation of gray oh <laughs> incredible oh <laughs> man Gawain, we Gawain and the gray fun. knight does not have the same panache no, but like yeah. that also makes perfect sense because of the like pres the use of like gray in other kinds of stories <laughs> to be like this is someone who's not really apparently good or bad. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Although I do think it's interesting to have the whole God, we really are starting off on a tangent, huh? <laughs> um, to have the whole like medieval night setting with uh, yeah, we've had to think about like, this aliens thing for a while without talking aliens. About it. Because, like, there are, like, you know, there's there's old medieval paintings with stuff in the sky that kind of look like flying saucers. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so that's kind of interesting. I know they probably significate... Significize? Wow. That's Signif a cool word. <laughs> I like it. I'm glad. They significize something else. Um, <laughs> but, of course, then you get those guys on the History Channel who are like, Aliens. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. And they're like, that's aliens. It's not aliens. But, so know. are we gonna are we gonna be fighting like snails? Well, I think <laughs> we're fighting right now is ourselves as we desperately attempt to seize control of the uh, thread of discussion here. Yeah. All oh, right. I guess um, we should actually talk about the game. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So one thing before actually getting into like the like 
roleplay-y part of the game, um, I've decided that um, with this big turning point in the... Narrative? Yeah, in the the narrative, um, you have reached what would mechanically be called a significant milestone. Um, So you know there... baby. Yeah, you know there was that thing about how... um, uh, after sessions, you can like swap out um, aspects and that sort of thing. Yes. And for the record, you can also like switch around the values of skills and like stunts and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So you know, if you ever want to do that, but significant milestones um, end uh, occur at the end of a scenario or the conclusion of a big plot event. Um, yep. And I would consider. I- I've thought a bit about you know, the awkward length of our sessions and all that. I think that finding out there's life on other worlds is significant. <laughs> no two ways about it. <laughs> yes. So um, on top of being able to shift things around like in a minor milestone, um, you gain one additional skill point. Um, however, there's kind of, there's this whole weird system about like requisite tiers of skills that make more sense if you can like see the way the character sheets work and Mm -hmm. we talked about a lot about it off screen so i'm not going to repeat it here basically what this means is that either you can get a new skill that you used to have at like zero you can get that at plus one or you can just hold on to that plus one and like combine it with another one later on basically just save it up so does anyone want to invest that and or shuffle things around uh, I think I will invest uh, a Christmas plus one just to get the ball rolling. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to give Agrippa now a plus one skill and provoke. Okay. Because cool. I like the I like the idea of of Agrippa uh, becoming a shit starter. Yeah. So, <laughs> I respect so, that. So actually, quite the opposite. Um, the other Strombing Knight. Um, Zeno is actually going to get rapport at one because nice. the... I can't believe you didn't have it before. <laughs> the character you're playing, like not all handsome people actually know how to use it. Ah, uh, that's actually that makes a lot of sense considering the awkward exchange between Jeffrey and uh. Zeno. So yeah, he's beautiful, but just so awkward. <laughs> oh, and also speaking of which, I get rid of my consequence wrapped arm. Oh, oh. yeah, yep, that is. Uh. You now have much bigger things to worry about. Yep. Just a little. Um, <laughs> so, right now, really the only thing we can do with the plus one is just... Get something at, new. Just get something new. Otherwise, otherwise, we have to like hang on to it until we can get a another like yeah. plus four or whatever. Yeah. Okay. And we can't use it to bump another skill, right? Right, yeah. Okay. Because it has to whole, obey like, the pyramid. Well, yeah, because the thing is you can... But essentially, the like I'm just going to explain it for listeners at home. Thanks. So basically, like we have one plus four, two plus three, three plus two, etc., and it makes kind of like a pyramid shape mm-hmm. yeah. uh, at, on the on the skill book. Basically, the limitation is that you cannot have uh, more of like one level of skill than the level below it. Oh, so okay. like I say, like I have will as my plus four right now, mm-hmm. and let's say I want to bump hunt to a to a plus four, but that would mean I only had one plus three, which wouldn't be allowed. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's, but it's, I, I believe I read, if they're equal, you can. Yeah. I read the conversation we had the 
the other night, but reading text just kind of goes right through my brain. So it's a lot easier <laughs> to have somebody explain it to me uh, audio, auditorily. I'm really yeah. having a hard time with words tonight, guys. Um, okay. You're doing your best. I'm just, but yeah, just Fate's trying. Like so basically, Egypt, you have to respect the pyramid. Oh, respect the pyramid. <laughs> Uh, the idea is, I think, to like have like well-rounded characters, which right. I like, but it is very, fairly restrictive. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Is anybody else going to spend their plus one? Because I'm going to um, think about it. Jeffrey is going to learn shoot. Nice. Ooh. Mm. That He's seems really, like that will be useful. Really yeah. admired the archers. <laughs> yeah, I think I've been thinking a little about it. I think that the... I'm, to give Stroming this, it was like a Stroming archer who got it, and it was. <laughs> I like the idea that Stroming has more like um, arbalests than archers. Yeah, um, they bring a crossbow to like a target shooting contest. <laughs> yeah, awesome. And this person, they did have to use like a requisite long bow, but <laughs> like they got, they use a big old like crank operated one, so they got good like drawing arm. <laughs> That's oh, they have like they have like a compound bow. Yeah, I used to, like so awesome. like Stroming's so pragmatic. They're already like, man, we're getting out of melee game. That's for chomps. <laughs> <laughs> Bows and arrows, where it's at. Well, um, they may they maybe lean into that a little bit more than Regan. Um, well, actually, they I think Regan's more of the ranged one because one they have more wood to like make that out of as opposed to the metal of stroming and two okay. they got more stuff to hunt so no. yeah that's true i think uh crossbows could be made of metal and i think good ones were even oh yeah yeah but once yeah. we get into the gun game then it's a whole, it's a whole <laughs> yeah, we'll story getting, we'll getting laser guns so <laughs> yeah that's true so okay. get shoot yeah <laughs> um then i actually know what i'm going to take because mm-hmm. i feel like it might come in handy um, Prim is going to take one in contacts. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah. And contacts, as people may be able to guess, is just like knowing people. It's yeah. I like how fate kind of has a fuzzy line between skills in terms of like something you do and something you have. Like yeah. contacts and resources both kind of represent not so much a learned thing as an acquired thing, which is interesting to me. Yeah, I guess you could flavor it to say like. Prim has always had contacts, but because she was trying to lay low for a while, and now things yeah. are kind of wild, she's like, eh, maybe I should be calling some old yeah. friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so. Hey, Joey, you heard about aliens? <laughs> Did you hear about the aliens? <laughs> uh, There's aliens, Joey. They're real. Little, little green men, Sven. Okay, so um, we're going to jump forward a little bit. Um, because to our laser guns. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's in space. Um, Agrippa has st- is now competing in televised blood sport. Um, Prim has tricked a bunch of space marines into thinking she's their lost Primarch. Oh, that's um, so awesome! Uh, the queen's uh, Zeno- been a robot the whole time. Zeno is learning how to use the Force, and Jeffrey uh, Jeffrey's dating an Andalite, so that's weird. Um, God. I don't now, get that. Why did I get the joke I couldn't get? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I got that joke, considering I have never once read an Animorphs book. They're the Centaur aliens from Animorphs. That's, that's oh, I forgot their names. I don't know, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 
I just wanted to get like. Oh, it is a horse. That's true. I wanted uh, I wanted mecha armor for my horse, like in G Gundam. Like in G Gundam. (laughs) Yeah. G Gundam is the best Gundam. Everybody knows that. Oh my god, I'll have to keep that one in mind. But anyway, (laughs) we're actually just jumping ahead. Pay pay four ninety nine for horse armor. (laughs) (laughs) We're jumping ahead a little bit, um, just so because definitely there was a whole lot of confusion immediately after the Green Knight uh, showed off their business. Um, <laughs> Don't and, say it like that. Uh, well, I have. Um, <laughs> and change it now. Do we have to bring back phrasing? Um, but uh, now I think you're in like a private tent with uh, the Green Knight, who is all back sealed up again. Um, and um, both of the monarchs and also... Um, Rupert is there, and uh, Pewter is there. Um, And basically, the last 30 minutes or an hour or so has been the Green Knight explaining all of their business, which I did it again. Um, No, no, that's fine. That that sounds like legitimate business. business. As As you can see, it is also small and green. Oh, God. Oh, you went there. Just directly. Just Talking about his laser gun. I do not beat around the bush. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Oh, this is so, already a tire fire. So, obviously, I gotta, like, abbreviate a lot of this because a whole lot of it was spent on him, um, them having to back up and explain shit that, like, was completely outside of everyone's, like, whole paradigm. I like, think... uh, space exists instead of uh, the spheres? Right. Yeah, I Step don't know. one, you revolve around sun, not other way around. <laughs> yeah, I was, I'm not sure how big... I don't know if heliocentrism has any, like, traction in this setting. If if it has anywhere, it's probably only Zeno, who's that accustomed to it. One of your human scientists, Galileo, you should <laughs> On Google, wait. <laughs> Okay. It's a time shroud. Okay. So, for starters, um, one of the first things established is that uh, their name is unpronounceable, so they're fine with just being the Emerald Knight. It's as it's as good a like a identifier as any. Okay. Um, They are. They they don't talk a lot about like their pat their like whole background without prompting. Um, it appears that they are from some kind of order that's about, like, maintaining peace and stuff in whatever a galaxy is. Um, but they're actually kicked out because they weren't supposed to do what they're doing right now. Which is interacting with people who aren't in space yet. Oh, they're breaking the Prime Directive. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, And they're doing this because... There's this alien species, it's not the same as them, um, called the Fomorians. And their whole deal is that um, they're kind of, uh, they call themselves an empire, but really all they do is just go around and pick on, like, species that aren't developed enough to fight back in a way that would, you know, matter to them. And also not developed enough for the other alien civilizations to care about it. Um, They're incoming with one of their big invasion vessels. He 
they basically phrase us like it's like one of your sailing ships, but in space and so, so, so much bigger. Um, and they have uh, apparently selected this spot because it's, you know, an isolated staging ground for a larger invasion. And from there, hard to say what they're going to do. Maybe they'll just steal a bunch of stuff and go. Maybe they'll try and set up shop. It really depends. But either way, it's not going to be good for you. And so, as they said before, pretty much the only way you're going to be able to deal with this is if you, like, band together to fight them off. And the monarchs aren't wild about that. Um, I mean, there's obviously a lot of, like, back and forth, but... Um... Uh, Jeffrey has a question, actually. Oh, yes? Um, if they have a such a gigantic flying warship, how could we defeat them even if we do work together? Um, the Fomorians don't like to damage the infrastructure of places they invade um they're and they also have and and on top of that they it's just maybe it's just because how they like to do things but they tend to go for like ground invasions as it were in that sense as opposed to orbital bombardment Mm -hmm. Um, all right what does orbital mean (laughs) So they're not going to like set up giant catapults up there and just like lob rocks at us. Yeah, right. they're they're going to come down and try and beat you up. Maybe that maybe just because that's like what they like, you know. Okay, well, that's un- I think that makes sense then. Hugger nods and strikes his chin like he gets up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, does anyone else have questions that they would have asked in this whole process? No, Prim is just kind of freaking out. This is way outside <laughs> of her phrase. She has, she has massively uh, underestimated how this whole pretending a night thing was going to go. <laughs> yeah. Zeno, as someone with uh, plus four to lore, is actually very fascinated. But <laughs> also, as someone who was also in an order sworn to defend the peace, also understands that now is not really the time for super probing questions yeah. Zeno is Zeno has a common probing. ground <laughs> well, uh, nice. the monarchs have a lot of back and forth about how much cooperating they're willing to do obviously uh, Kelda is still not happy about you know the, the fact that her 30th birthday mostly involved um, <laughs> her better equipped men being beaten um and Maybe also, you them better. <laughs> that's what she. I just said. <laughs> not good, not better enough, apparently. <laughs> and um, you know, obviously, both of them were thinking that uh, if there was going to be some kind of peace, let alone cooperation, there would be you know more steps to it. You know, more time to work out who's giving who what. That sort of deal. Um, so, uh, but at the same time, um, they do take the whole they take the whole invasion situation fairly seriously. Um, th- even if they don't fully understand it, they're like, you know what, this is this is definitely like bad. Um, so both of them, their <laughs> default game plan is 
both of them are going to fall back to their respective capitals, like, shore up for a siege, and try and work it out that way. Um, however, I guess... like a poor idea. Yeah, what... Um, how are you all feeling about this? Uh, Zeno actually stands up, mm-hmm. um, Ooh. and removes his helmet. Um, mm-hmm. he sets it aside and is like, my queen and the king from our <laughs> quite potent rival. Um, <laughs> I know you have... This land has experienced war for many, many years. My mother tells me as such. Um, I also have been attending to war for many, many years. You do not win a war by separating across lines that have been ancient and holing up in your capital wishing for the best. That just creates a weak spot. Once one of them falls, what do you do? Let's say the capital of Reagan is captured. Do you not think that we're going to fall next? I say Mm. that we have to unite under this Green Knights Council. Admittedly, I myself have failed all the tasks put upon me. (laughs) (laughs) Jeffrey, I agree with class. But I'm but I'm not going to let this land fall to some sort of invader. Uh, the Emerald Knight definitely seems pleased, but you're starting to learn how to read their body language a little better, and um, it's obviously trickier than with a normal, completely obscure knight. But yeah, um, so yeah, I think um, hmm. Well, I guess what's your what is your goal here? Are you just um are you trying to compel them to a specific action or are you just sort of laying that your view out and seeing how they respond? I'm laying my view out for now and seeing how they respond and what my my fellow knights who know the secret also respond. All right. Um, um yeah, do any of you want to like throw your stance uh, in? Yeah, um Prim is not again, she's a little less dashing than Zeno. She doesn't mm-hmm. stand. She doesn't stand, but she's, you know, still like, well, it, it's simply practical to band together, even not in this moment, but surely in the future you can come together with all of your advisors, and she does a little gesture toward Pyotr, um, <laughs> to discuss something in the form of a I don't know. What is it that these people do? Summits and the like? (laughs) Surely you can make something better than merely holing up in your castles, hoping for the best, I assure you. If everything that this knight says is true, the best hmm, does not seem possible under what you hope for. Well, um, now... Like, I think that they're definitely in the room. There's sort of an interesting air because maybe this is the first time in a while that, like, a Stroming Knight and a Reagan Knight are both specifically, like, standing up and being like, hey, 
that other person is right. Hilariously, um, the Stroming Knight is not from Stroming, and the Reagan Knight is not a knight. <laughs> you had to bring that outsider perspective. Yeah. Um, um, I think that I've, I'm finding it tricky to get into character for these for the king and queen for some reason i'm mm-hmm. not sure why um but i think that out of character they both see your point and they see that you are demonstrating i guess the point that you're making mm-hmm. um and so basically from there they say all right we still don't know where this invasion is coming from and we still do need to protect our capitals. So as, you know, the monarchs of our respective kingdoms, we are going to fall back on muster our forces at our existing centers of power. However, all four of you seem to know more about this situation than anyone else besides us. And <laughs> you uh-huh. all... You all proved pretty capable in the tests put forward. So, effectively, you are being put in charge of the invasion preparation project, as it were. Oh, oh, no. oh my god! No. Oh no! Oh no! You can count on us! <laughs> Shut up! Oh, Jeffrey is so in over his head. Oh. Up for a joust. <laughs> Internally, yeah. Agrippa's like, "This will show my father how good I am." Prim was, <laughs> was just really hoping to like win something she could pawn, maybe <laughs> to like live a nice life in like a fishing village somewhere. And now this is like really, really. You gotta uh, commit to spiraling. the bit now. Oh God. <laughs> Well, you gotta make sure there's still fishing villages to retire to. I mean, that's a valid point. Uh, Very well, um, I shall gladly take upon this task, although I'm not sure how our fellows from Reagan feel about their position. But I'm sure that that they 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 are good and strong people from what I've experienced. Um, Thank you. Zeno. Uh, I will accept this honor, Sir Rupert, uh, Your Majesty. You know. Um, oh no. I. <laughs> I, oh, I don't want to fight monsters. I, I suppose <laughs> I accept this task with gladness, <laughs> Your Majesty's. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna need some real armor. Oh yeah. man, we're gonna need a lot more than armor. <laughs> oh my god. Well, okay. Alright. Uh, anything else that you want to address while you're in this tent, either to each other or to the NPCs? Oh So god. if we're we're going to continue this, we'll need a good quick way to contact you both. What is what is the best method of this contact? Hmm. What? I, I'm oh, I'm yeah. willing. I'm willing to say that like there's probably like falcon relays or something like that. Oh. Or moonin. Oh yeah. yeah. We have oh yeah. Moonin. That's right. Moonin. Um. I I suppose if 
we are going to be working together toward this endeavor. Um, it would be wise to facilitate us with some sort of mm, headquarters. Oh yeah, I've just been staying at the inn and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Prim if... is Prim is technically just a homeless weirdo, so. You know. <laughs> I wonder if my mom would be willing to provide. Zeno says absentmindedly. <laughs> well, mm. um, again, like kind of base of operations. This uh, because it's between two kingdoms, and also we don't really know where like the front of this is going to be. Mm-hmm. Things are kind of decentralized. However, like. You know, you'll be able... I, I think maybe they, like, give you some kind of, like, seal or something like that that you can, like, show for room and board. But, like, you are knights, so that is kind of what you have already. All right. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Right, serfs. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so we gotta get ready for aliens. Holy shit, what are we gonna do? Well, we would need... We also need a budget, and we can talk... No. <laughs> <laughs> seeing, suddenly seeing dollar signs in her eyes. Like, we have to, in order to function properly, we do need some sort of monetary mm, way. Oh, we're going to squeeze um, them? Jeffrey yeah. was thinking, like, an army does march on his stomach. We get, like, beef. It's true. Chicken. Actually, that's a brilliant idea. <laughs> so, back in my homeland, um, of course... As some of you may know, I was part of an order that was sworn to defend its land. What if we made something similar for this land, the land of Yorl? Oh, crap. Oh. Um, the, the Emerald Knight is definitely, like, real interested in this prospect. Yeah, we're going um, to get deputized. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, they got kicked out. I don't think they oh, yeah. Yeah, um, but that means that they don't play by the rules. Yeah, yeah. we don't. We don't get a green lantern. <laughs> <You're gunning laughs> yeah, Ex- we're knights <laughs> on the edge. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know what? Yeah, I think that uh, they're going to like step forward and say, um, "Though my order no longer recognizes me as one of their own, as they do not consider this planet significant, surely that means it is not worth their attention." If you were to fly their banner, and they hold out their sword, and it is it is interesting. They are from space. They do still have a sword, oh. and it's it's a, it's a weird looking sword. It is a sword made out of metal. I mean, clearly, well, swords are the most efficient form of weaponry. Yeah, that, I think that makes sense to everybody like here. Everybody, everybody who's read Fate knows that swords are better <laughs> than guns. Come on. <laughs> um. And uh, it, like, holds out that sword, like, sort of, I'm imagining you all in sort of, like, a rough circle, you know? Mm-hmm. And it holds it out and says, um, Until this invasion is defeated, you may consider yourselves knights of the Order of the Celestial Mandate. Ooh. Oh, is that, is that good? That's good. <laughs> Uh, Agrippa's eyes are sparkling. (laughs) (laughs) What's a mandate? (laughs) Look, don't worry about it. It's fine. Just say you will. Yeah, okay. Clearly a celestial mandate I just don't want to agree to a date if I don't know who the date is. (laughs) I was going to say, clearly a celestial mandate is when when you're attempting to court uh, some bow from the stars. Yeah, you go on a date with some sort of space hunk, right? (laughs) That is actually it, so that should motivate you. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Nice. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, however, there is um, one last thing. Like as like as you're leaving, I think that um, Prim, you get approached by um, the High Lord Seneschal. Oh. Who you maybe don't recognize immediately, but you know, I mean, you you knew he he's obviously someone who's like an advisor for Queen Kelda because like he was advising her throughout the meeting, you know. Right. And I don't think I described him before. He's kind of like this. He's a little owlish looking. Um, mm-hmm. He's sort of like got like salt and pepper goatee that sort of thing. He definitely looks like a royal advisor type. Okay. Um. Well, uh, he takes you aside as everyone else is leaving and he says I must say I consider it my policy to be informed of everything that goes on in Yorl whether or not it's on my side of the river Mm -hmm. and I had not heard anything out of the estate of Ragnvald in some time well my lord is um, a bit of a recluse as you know, uh, and I serve as his squire, and he is not of sound body to come participate in the name of Regan, so I have come in his stead. Hmm. Yes, I have heard that he is especially unwell as of late. And? Yes. So, I would, um, I would, I... Yes, he is. He is very unwell, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, here's the thing. Wait, you know what? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do a roll, okay? I'm going to roll this guy's investigation. Oh boy! Versus your, um, is it deception? It's deceive. There's a different word for lying in every RPG, and I always I know. forget. It's okay. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, uh, yeah, this, okay. Is, this is my lying move in my custom in my custom RPG setting. It's called winging it. <laughs> uh, okay. It's okay. called grifting. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what mine should be called. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you are going to have to roll that. Okay. Roll four DF plus whatever. Oh, thank God. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> thank um, God. That's a seven versus a three. <laughs> yeah, so I succeed with style, I believe. Okay. Um, uh, and so I think he's just going to, like, keep on giving you a look, but you don't flinch at all. Right. Um, and... After a bit, I think he just sort of, like, raises his hands in sort of, like, a sick sign of acquiescence and just says, As we have seen today, there are many things I do not know. I wish you the best of luck in your journeys. Um, the knight oh. is very lucky to have a squire as brave as you. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I thank you for your um, encouragement, my lord. Um, <laughs> hopefully we can be successful but if you will, I, I need to excuse myself. <laughs> I, mu- right, I must so. go rejoin with my um, newfound companions. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. This and then Prim, like, <laughs> speed walks away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, 
This will be this will have been the first time Jeffrey and Agrippa were in the same room, mm-hmm. uh, and not the same melee. So Jeffrey will try and like track him down after the meeting is over. Uh, he's easy to find because of the giant bird. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, yeah, right. Jeff- Jeffrey uh, just goes, "Hi, uh, you're the only one of the four here that I haven't met yet. I'm Jeffrey. You told me to do things during the melee." <laughs> Uh, Agrippa turns and uh, bows and sort of like, I am Agrippa Olufsen, and it is a pleasure to meet you formally. You did well in the melee, though it is a shame that neither of us were able to claim victory. Oh, uh, that's okay. I like Sarah Rupert a lot, too. So, um, Jeffrey has no idea if you should talk about the voice or not probably not, <laughs> probably shouldn't mention it right so it's like um well it's been great to meet you what is your friend's name here jeffrey says uh get, putting his finger dangerously close, close to moon. uh agrippa agrippa pointedly like intercepts the finger with a palm and like pushes it away like this is moonin and he is a beast from hell do not get too close lest he take fancy upon your fingers or eyes <laughs> oh, I got some friends with cats. I know how it is. <laughs> exactly. Much like a cat, I cannot get rid of him. <laughs> oh, well, you seem delightful, and I'm glad we're going to be working together. Indeed. <laughs> oh, man. Uh. Also, can I just say uh, to quickly, quickly pardon the veil for, talk, for a shop talk, since I'm not mm-hmm. using my uh, usual headphones. I cannot tell if I'm doing the voice correctly at all. Oh, because yes. I can oh barely, yes. You're good! Because I, I can barely hear myself talk through these fucking times. <laughs> you're really good! It's, it's great. You're amazing uh, and beautiful and never stop. Uh, okay. So. Like, Jeffrey is bedazzled. That is... <laughs> that is clearly how nobles are supposed to talk. Yeah. At least strumming ones, probably. <laughs> uh, well, oh, you're man. from somewhere else. You've got I, a nice voice, too. I also forget if I mentioned this on air, but I'm just going to reiterate it because if I did, it's been a few weeks. But if listeners at home want to know what it, where I'm getting that voice from, uh, it's a combination of fucking Doctor. Oh my god, I keep Doctor Orpheus. Doctor Orpheus from the Venture <laughs> Brothers and Lord Shax from Destiny. <laughs> it's very good. Oh so, my god. <laughs> um, the Emerald Knight has informed you. That um, the invading f- uh, the invading force should be here um, within four planetary rotations, and after a bit of finagling, you found out that's a day. Um, oh, okay. Now, backing up a little bit, and also parting the curtain um, in this adventure, there's a thing set up where basically um, once per in setting day, each knight character can make a roll to create an advantage and this reflects them going around and like um rounding up forces making you know strategic preparations and that sort of thing mm-hmm. oh. um that's a bit too zoomed out for my tastes right yeah i was gonna um, say it seems like we're gonna be speeding right to the invasion yeah at that point yeah um which you know would definitely. I think this thing is set up in such a way that something you could play it like a convention or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, but we want to milk this situation a little bit more. Of course. So, um, so it basically still will still come down to you 
preparing for stuff, but we'll, you know, get into the nitty gritties a little bit more. Um, but it'll still, in the end, um, I would say there, a lot of stuff is going to boil down to you creating advantages that you're going to be able to then use when the invasion hits. But like on a larger scale, as opposed to just like you know knocking someone off balance. Right. Um, so. So we're supposed to be like gathering up Chekhov's guns. Yeah, that sort of thing. <laughs> like, okay. um, one of the main things will just be like. So like, a lot of the land's resources are obviously tied up in like, the, the knightly nobles and all of their mm. stuff. Um, but they're not really used to cooperating with big, you know, international deals. So basically, as we stand, we have two kingdoms, one of which ha- is a pastoral hub of fashion and commerce with naval supremacy, and the other is an industrial powerhouse with a well-equipped army, and neither of them like each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, they both have forts, mostly just around, like, near the sea and near the border, Um and they both have a certain amount of, like, siege weaponry stockpiled in the event of, you know, the Cold War turning hot. Um, so, basically, what you need to do is take this imperfect situation and get it prepared for what's coming. So, where would you want to start there? And keep in mind that because you're going to be, like, making rules and stuff related to this... Um, feel free to lean into stuff that ties into your characters, like, personal assets and backstories and that sort of thing. Right. Yeah. I was going to say, like, my, my, like, initial thought is that I feel like we should be trying to get the respective military assets of both kingdoms to sort of gel together. Mm-hmm. And my, my joking idea is, like, well, Reagan has, has the boats, and Stroming has the armor, and both have the siege weapons. If they're going to attack us with, with armored warships, we should make some armored warships of our own. Ooh. Yeah, it's not a bad oh, idea, yeah. actually. That's a neat idea, yeah. Okay, okay. so I think that this could all... Th- there's different things that could sort of tie into each... Potentially tie into each of your things. Because, like, Snapper, your mom is rich, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I, th- I think that... Also Zeno's uh, mom. Zeno's mom is also rich. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, so, like, there's definitely assets there at play. Um, Has this come I, up before? I feel like Zeno's mom has only started coming up this episode. <laughs> she's the reason he's here. Well, I mean, uh, literally. She, yeah, she, but she, also, she, was yeah. Addressed, she was addressed in his backstory. Yeah. yeah. But if you wanted to expand on that, you are free to. Um, oh, um, I mean, Zeno's mom... Basically, we thought there was an heir and then there wasn't, and now... Zeno's mom is ruling her land, and Zeno's her heir. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, uh, Agrippa, what do you think the Olafsons, what do they have going on? Do you think um, they have ties to the mines, that sort of thing? I think that is something that makes sense, because I feel like the Olafsons are, like, of the noble houses, they're, like, significant. Yeah, but I was gonna say I don't, I don't, I don't know to what degree, but it would make sense if they were like, <laughs> if they had a like monopoly on like the major mining stuff in uh, Stroming. Yeah, maybe not that, but I think maybe you are still how uh, like your house, your noble house, is actually like in like the capital city, maybe. 
Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. So, because oh, so, like, I, I was thinking, like, I, I feel like the, the approach uh, Agrippa would likely take here for whatever this ends up thing is like using their own familiarity with the at least the stroming noble families to try and garner support. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And I think like, like if 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 House Olafson goes one way, then a bunch of the others are going to as well. So gotcha. yeah, that's a good way to just get like a big like sort of like groundswell, as it were. Um, yeah. Prim. Um, yes. You happen to know a lot about moving metal across the border, don't you? Yes. <laughs> among, <laughs> among many, many things, yes. So you definitely, you do have contacts that could assist with that, and they might even have resources of their own, like, already in possession that could help out there. Yeah, and I had um, I had other ideas, too, um, to... Um, to, to use a certain aspect to maybe get more of a fighting force and more okay. and more resources at hand. Um, okay. Because if Prim can convince people that she is a knight, then she can clear her debt to the Svartorm, who are like the big... Um, right. They are like the big syndicate, I would assume, in, yeah. in Regan. And maybe if she can get back in those good graces... That mm-hmm. can be of assistance. That does sound good, yes. And, uh, Jeffrey, um, if you don't have anything specific in mind, I have something that's maybe a little bit out of left field, but that you might uh, like. Jeffrey is not really a man with any contacts or resources <laughs> or political clout, so... Right. Well, you do yes, have a fast horse. Me. How, yeah, okay, I have so, a very fast horse, yes. You are from out in sort of the more forested areas of Regan? Yeah. Where, you know, and, but, you know, there's still knights out there. They kind of have the more secluded holdings and that sort of thing. Yeah, like um, less, less urban knights, more... Yeah. And yeah, you know, where, like, the diocese. Yeah. And you know, less from, like, knowing personally and more just because it's something that got brought up in, like, bars and stuff a lot. Well, inns, pubs, whatever. Common right. Um... There is a knight out there, Sir Wolf, who... Sir Wolf? Ser Wolf, yes. Ser Wolf, okay. Yes. Um, Who is apparently one of the best siege engineers there is. Like, if someone knows how to, like, get a ballista aimed just so, like, Ser Wolf is your guy for that. The downside is, the reason he gets talked about so much is that He's kind of nutty. Oh, um, oh boy! Um, they oh uh, great. He um the reason the he's so siege engineer. Let's go visit his house. The reason he's so into um like ballista and that sort of thing is that he used to be a really great archer. Um, but then on a hunting trip, he was the only one out there, so it's hard to say. But he says that a troll ate his arm. Oh. And um, so obviously arching is not something you can do anymore. And now he's very fixated on still being able to shoot things, especially big things. Everyone okay. thinks like he just like everyone thinks he was just like a boar or something. But he's got this whole story about like some kind of hulking man thing out there. Well, uh, now that we know that sky monsters exist, I'm inclined to believe him. <laughs> <laughs> This sounds like a man. We can get some help. Help him get some revenge. Yeah, 
Clearly, he's had a run-in with the scouting party. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, also, I feel like this is a good time to say, like, um, not everyone knows what's going on, but, like, a lot of people did see, like, the Green Knight's reveal. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that at this stage, a lot of people just think that the Green Knight is, like, like a fairy you know it's oh it's a little green person yeah they live under the hills you know yeah (laughs) it's like a leprechaun is pulling some kind of weird juke um but yeah okay i feel like that's an appropriate time as any to lay that out anyway so um where do we want to start and do you want to approach these things one by one as a group or do you want to spread out Never split the party. Never split the party. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like if we split the party, we're going to end up kind of uh, return, like rolling backwards to that original concept of day by day, everybody makes an advantage, which is just sort of not true. Right. Not, it's not super interesting for radio, I don't think. Yeah. Um, well. I guess we should start with like, let me think. You are still currently in Stroming, and if you look at the map, um, you're relatively close to the capital, which is... So wait, how many days do we... How much time do we have? Four days. Four days! Technically, you have three days, and then on the fourth day, things will get bad. However, (laughs) um, Yorl isn't that big, and on horseback, you can get... um, Like, you can get from where you are to the capital of Regan in about a day. You're right in the middle of the island right now, and it would only take a week to like get from one end to the other in total. So, oh, Al did a really good doodle. That's that's going to have to go up on the Twitter <laughs> oh later. Oh. Yeah, we have to put that up with the episode so people know. Oh my know. god, that's amazing. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, oh my god. Thank you, Al. Oh, thank god. Um, okay. Okay, so yeah, right now you're in the best position to go to uh, Smitem, which is the capital of uh, Stroming. It's this big walled city. It's sort of in the shadow of um, the like the big volcanic mountain you got there. So Okay. Um, um, yeah, that's as good a time as any to, you know, that's as good a place as any to start. And so we're closest there. to a Grippus thing, basically. Yep. Yeah. We're gonna all go right. visit Agrippa's family. <laughs> all right. <laughs> this won't be weird at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, I I like the mental image of all of you like walking through the streets of Smiden uh, to the Reganites. It probably looks um, kind of like bad because um, oh, oh. Uh, um because like. Uh, <sighs> The people of Stroming have, like, found out what brutalism is way too early. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> They're basically building Minecraft houses so it's just caves of cobblestone. Yeah. How do they find the recipe for concrete? <laughs> <laughs> There's, like, they don't have a lot of wood, so a lot of even just residential buildings are made out of stone. Right. And it's, like, like big, blocky... Um, and there's a they have a lot of like smithies and like smelting like factories in place so like there's a lot of smoke coming up like it's not the friendliest environment for you but for 
the people from Stroming, it's probably like, oh, this is the heart of industry. This is, you know, it's so I'm, like... I'm kind of imagining it almost like Duskfall, except there's a sun. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you're like, oh, like feel the heat, you know, of right. all those forges going at once. That's the strength, you know? That's, that's what keeps us alive during the winter. Uh-huh. Um, sure, the rain hurts our skin, but it's working. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, it is the old saying that, like, uh, Regan wouldn't be able to, like, handle the weather if you weren't there to, like, take the worst of it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Prim's uh, Prim, Prim, been to, like, the the outskirts of Smiden with the whole uh, smuggling route. Uh-huh. And boy, this place just is always the most depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Agrippa, so, you Agrippa, tell me. Have you ever you're... seen a more beautiful city in all? <laughs> I could name a few. Smell the smells. <laughs> Agrippa, I never knew Except your family. Except for that one. Don't, don't, don't smell that one. I never knew your family was high ranked enough to be living in the capital city. You, you lucky person, you. What an honor. Yes, I. <laughs> I'm also going to link you this image of, uh, like, a depiction of their, like, big castle. It looks dwarven. Oh, wow. God. Yeah, very The brutalist. fucking, like, weeping beard faces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have to oh. say, after all this is done, I'll have to take you all to my father's villa on the, on the <laughs> sun-painted shores with, with all the vineyards. Oh, we should so get here, their help. So here's the local shrine to Sigmar. <laughs> uh, okay. am, I, am I smelling sulfur? Is that what that is? It's, yes. It's, it's it's unique. Y'all use a lot of lye. I feel like you smell a lot of lye. <laughs> All right. So I'm actually you starting are. to feel a bit sick. Yes. Yeah. So, if, you um, sm- if you start to smell <laughs> apples, you should seek out a physician. Oh. <laughs> Man, fuck the Middle Ages. <laughs> so you, um, so you reach like the like the big uh, the big Olafson house, which you know has like the crest on the front and all that. You know, it's a it's a nice place. It's not you know the royal castle, but it's good. Um, it was <laughs> yeah, probably something that. It's probably something that, like, was its own, like, self-contained little, like, castle estate until the city got big and kind of absorbed it, you know, the way cities do. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, are there any details about that uh, that stand out, like, that Agrippa would want to provide? Or um, is it just The main thing I want to say, and I don't know if this is a thing specific to the Olufsen house or if it's a thing that characterizes all the noble houses in in the Smiden, but I want to say it kind of just looks like a McMansion. <laughs> like, it's really ugly. It's not a pretty house. Uh, yeah, but you know what? That thing that thing will stand up, like, even if that volcano blows. Exactly. It was meant to last. I, I, feel, I feel like the nature of nobility, at least in this part of the country, is like, Oh, you don't, like, have someone build you a fancy house from the ground up. You have yeah. your house, and then you make it big. Yeah, you yeah. add on to it. So, like, like all like all McMansions, there's, like, seven, yeah. there's seven different styles of architecture slapped on to but, this abomination. But even worse, it's all made out of stone. Yeah. <laughs> Momentary sidebar, did you know that, the, that McMansionHell.com has been, like, inaugurated into the Library of Congress? Yes, yes. they got so... Sued 
by uh, <laughs> by Zillow.com and managed to fight them off because they were using those images without permission. But because their images provided by realtors and they're like fair use or something like that, oh. the McMansion Hell blog won. So yeah. Dang. Yeah. Well, um, as you're walking up to like the grand entrance, um, there is um, a voice from behind you. And oh. the voice says, Ripper! You're back! And you got friends! Oh, no. <laughs> yes! Yes! And so yes. you turn around, and you see... You see Olaf Olafsson V, your awful older brother. <laughs> oh, my God. He um. is... Um, he is walking towards you. He, like, he wasn't, like, in the house. It looks like he was probably out, like, knowing him. He was... Like probably out, like hanging out with his buds or something like that, and he's walking towards you. In my head, he's sort of like a combination between Chris Helmsworth in Thor and Brian Blessed in Blackadder. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I feel like he like some, I feel like he has he somehow has a pompadour. <laughs> like they haven't the actually dis- they haven't actually discovered pomade yet but he's managed to like fashion something out of lard and it's out of yeah like grease yeah. he just like um it's not like it's something that he really goes for he just like like they're not big on like silverware and eats a lot of bacon and stuff so- <laughs> So he oh, just like no. slicks his hair back. Oh, fuck the middle ages. Oh, he just smells God. the worst. Oh, yeah. I don't well, know. He can't smell it, it over Olaf? all the sulfur. It's Olaf. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeffrey actually like like laughs out loud. Um, <laughs> he walks up and like slaps you on the back and says, "Like so, how was the tournament?" Oh, you know. What well, not great, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, Prim just kind of smiles to herself. I strobing nights didn't put up a great show. Too bad you weren't there. <laughs> I've never met you in my life. Very, very nice to meet you. <laughs> he like, he like vigorously shakes your hand. Um, and so like turns, he turns back to you and says, so... Have I been hitting the Ernia a little too hard? Or is there something going on that has a reason for these folk to be here? Hello. Why, yes. The Queen herself has given us an important mission. Well, damn. (laughs) God, he's so loud. He, like, pats you on the shoulder and says, I'm glad you found something to do. God, Agrippa's warm familial smile definitely uh, cracks a bit. But, uh, they keep they he, he keeps it up. Zeno just sort of looks away like you do when two two related people fight while you're not related to either of them. It's yeah, the Je- most Jeffrey, awkward thing. Yeah, Jeffrey's right there with him. Like maybe their eyes meet, and he's like, "Oh my god." <laughs> I don't even know Agrippa that well. (laughs) I just met the guy. Hey, dude, you doing anything later? You seem cool. (laughs) Just like, Agrippa, no, never met him. Uh, Alex Alex keeps coming through with the comical screenshots. 
It's a, it's a thing from Milano where everyone's just like <laughs> blank faced looking at each other. Anyway. Everyone's making faces like, oh. Just sort of like trying to avoid looking at anybody. Just, just yeah. God. Well, <laughs> well, Prim is going to speak up because this, mm-hmm. this doofus is loud and it's getting, it's grating on her last nerve. And mm-hmm. Smiten is a hellhole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I do hate to interrupt the familial pleasantries, but we are here on an important mission to converse with the head of house, and God help us all if it's you. <laughs> well. Oh. Oh, geez, sorry, that was that was, no, was perfect. No, 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 that was perfect. It's okay. It's okay. Discord takes some of the blow off. From that yeah, it evens out. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to. Oh, I'm sorry, everyone. I'm going to have to smooth that one out in post. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, not yet. But dear old dad does put a certain amount of stock in my word. So I could certainly help you out, but I've got to make sure that you're up for whatever this task it is you're doing. God help us all. Do you realize that this is a crisis, you fool? You do remember that I am also his child. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you are, but, you know, a little bit later. That's just how it works. I... Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, no, listen. If you wanted to become a priest, you could do that. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with the priesthood, but this yes. isn't what that's about. <laughs> um, we might have in... Let's see. How do I pig Latin this? Um, <laughs> Asian in a... No? Asian no. what? No. No. Hey, no. Maybe we should just like dispense with just, the pig just... Latin before one of us accidently yeah, just... says a racial slur or something. <laughs> yeah, just uh, say say real words, please. <laughs> there might be an invasion coming. Oh, damn! Yes. <laughs> yeah, so oh, we could use the help. So we're looking for help. Hi, well, I'm Jeffrey. Then. Hello, Jeffrey. He slaps his hand on his sh- on your shoulder and says, "Have you ever had Ernia?" Uh, no, but my uncle had one. It hurt his back really bad. <laughs> oh. Uh, I didn't think the tree huggers had this much sense of humor. No, no, no. Oh, um, what? It's because, you know, you, you like those trees you have so much because you have them. Um, <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I break and ask a question for a second, Tino? <laughs> you know? Is Olaf Olafson the fifth to Teddy Roosevelt? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe a little, little bit there. Bully! <laughs> I've, I've invented this stuffed animal. I call it the Olaf bear. <laughs> You're gonna go Olaf him! I... I'm willing to... <laughs> I am willing to overlook 200 years of rivalry with your kingdom to assist you in this righteous difference. Oh, However, oh. first, as with all of my friends, mm. you must prove yourselves by drinking with me and drinking well. Oh, uh. okay. Uh, uh, Agrippa loudly whispers to her compatriots, Be careful, if, if he's only good at one thing, it's drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's good at other things. I so, well, I I highly doubt that. Zeno uh. Zeno actually looks excited to take up on another challenge after he failed the last two. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
So you could now, the house is right there, mm. and the actual head of the house is apparently inside it. You could bypass him, or you could mess around with this. Um, mm. You can it? also leave one or more knights behind as a distraction for Olaf. Oh, yeah. That's true. I mean, if you all want to go do that, I guess that's fine. But I, I will happily I'm, join I'm you a for a drink. Zeno <laughs> and Jeffrey, why don't you accompany him on um, his endeavors? We will wait here until you have acquired the go-ahead. Oh, oh cool, a mission. All right. <laughs> all right, I don't have to. <laughs> okay. I'm parting the curtain here just because it's funny. If you were not going to go along with him, I would have compelled weak to bossy boys. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Thank God. Amazing. Uh, and then and then Prim just kind of like side eyes at Grippa. Oh, I could have got a fate point. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! I should have. Mm, I was gonna say I should have let you compel obsessive one-upsmanship and made a Grippa go. Oh. Shit. Oh, I could. All, all well, of if, you have your fate here's points the thing. back because we reached a milestone. Okay, yeah. yeah oh, you, yeah, right. Okay. You are you are back at your like default, so that is good. However, okay. you could get more and I will say if anyone like wants to be compelled, you're always allowed to like create problems for yourself and get okay. a fate point out of that. You don't I, always I have think to Agrippa is going to do that and I, I Okay. Well, this time I'll beat you, and then they come <laughs> along. Oh my god! Okay, so come along, friends. <laughs> don't you don't you want to join us on this adventure? <sighs> we're all so, we're all going to be wiped out so by Prim. men from the stars. <laughs> so Prim, are you just gonna like walk into this like foreign castle and like tackle it well, on your no, own? No, my plan was to drag Agrippa along with me while the idiots were distracted, but now I guess Agrippa's <laughs> gotta learn to drink their idiot drink, brother drink, under the drink, table. Drink, drink, <laughs> Oh my god. So, now I have to help. This is the worst. We are all going to be murdered by men from the stars. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is fantastic. Hmm. Yeah. He leads you to this um, mead house. Not a mead house. An Irnia house, I guess. Um, and what is it, this Irnia? It is... Oh boy. Irnia D's nuts! <laughs> what? I gotta go. I'm out of the podcast. Yeah, well, <laughs> it wasn't an episode until you said that. Well, um, look, I, haven't, I haven't said it in a while, thank you. Oh shit, I just spilled some of my wine. Ah, fuck. As someone welcome, who, is, audience. who has thoroughly read the entire thing, it's a mushroom liquor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, with, oh. a, with a mild uh, psychotropic element. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. Let's. It also has potatoes in it, so it's like vodka, but with mushrooms. Uh, yeah, there. That like, is foul. Oh my. There God. isn't a lot right. of like wheat and stuff in mm. <laughs> in Stroming, so they just kind of got to make do like their fucking dwarf fortress dwarves. <laughs> well, you can make you can They're make separate. <laughs> Yeah, you don't have to mix mushrooms into your vodka, is all I'm saying. No, I mean, like... Orange juice? Maybe. It's like buffalo buffalo grass vodka. It's fine. Look, truffle oil is fancy. Think of this as just (laughs) truffle vodka. Just chug it. Chug you some truffle. God. It's the only way they can survive living in this hellhole is if they're just tripping all the time. (laughs) Jeffrey is expecting... uh, a more honey-based and less psychotropic experience. <laughs> so let's see how it goes. Yeah. Um, 
walk in the place, and it is, um, it's not like, it is less rowdy than you might expect. It's definitely more lively than most places in Smyden. Um, but for one thing, it's not very busy because it's kind of the middle of the day. But that doesn't mean there aren't people drinking there because yeah, so it's the Middle Ages. Drinking. It's a yeah. respectable, strumming alcohol place, and that means there's people there while the sun's <laughs> out. Yeah. Um, Nip out of the pub. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's at least one guy like sitting in the corner and like looking at things you don't see. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> um, so avoid him. Yeah, exactly. Uh. And so um, uh, Olaf will like pull up some seats and order a round, and it begins. Now let's see. Real quick, uh, <laughs> Zeno is going to throw his arms around both uh, Joffrey and Primrose and mm-hmm. say, you guys are in for a treat if you've never had this before. <laughs> Speaking as someone else who tried it for the first time recently, boy oh boy. <laughs> oh, as is that good? Uh, it's, it sounds uh, It sounds like he's being, like, shifty have, about it. Have, <laughs> what exactly is your tolerance like, my boy? Me? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I'll drink some, some mead. Okay. Okay. So now it's time for another Pace tournament. Yourself. First of three <laughs> wins. Let me physique rolls all around. Yeah. Let me think here. Yeah. Well, for one, it is physique. I knew it. And I'm, I'm trying to think because basically what we're doing here, it's less about one of you winning as much as it is about Olaf losing. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. We we just got to convince him. That were worth the effort. Basically. Yeah, I think basic. I think what this comes down to then is, let's make it like a single exchange. How about? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And so, like, you can roll physique to try and drink him under the table. However, if um, anyone else, like Primrose, um, wants to like pull some shit to try and like help them out, you can do that and like yes. create an advantage for them. That was absolutely so the plan. <laughs> Excellent. So, so you got any plans to like either like cheat or bolster an honest effort? Um, I'm going to cheat because, of course, I'm going to cheat. <laughs> what kind of character do you think I'm playing here? I'm trying to think. My two options. I've got two options: either make his drink stronger or put something in it, which I don't really have access to right now. Or you can you can spend you can spend a fate point to like introduce an element to the scene. Ooh. That wasn't there before. Yep. So okay. okay, I was because I was going to suggest if you can't think of anything, uh, considering I got the extra fate point from invoking my own trouble, <laughs> I was just going to consider spending one to invoke refuses to accept defeat. <laughs> I mean, that, that will be useful, yes. But we can like stack stuff if you really right. Are. Um, yes, I'm going to do that just to see what it's like. Um, so I am going to spend a fate point to um let's can i so i can invoke like what exactly can i invoke with like the the fate point could i say that like there is a stronger brand of this this kind of drink uh and maybe swap then find a way to swap that with uh with my mans sure um (laughs) Yeah, Either that. that, or or he normally drinks the watered-down version. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, you're right. He totally does normally drink the watered-down version, because he's like the medieval version of a dude bro, just chugging down Bud Light. 
Okay, so. yeah. And I think mm-hmm. um, I think as you do that, um, uh, by doing that, you are in fact, I'm, I'm going easy on you and I'm providing the thing here. Um, I think that you are invoking his aspect, which I hadn't listed off to you, Ooh. but it is... Um, spoiled layabout i think oh good perfect makes sense <laughs> his, his other two are experienced irnia drinker and first child of olaf olafson okay um so yeah i think that yeah one you just you establish that fact about him it's okay. true now when you yes. say it you, like you look at him like the way he goes about this and you know a faker when you see one. Oh yeah um, i mean prim has had this stuff before so when the rounds you know she can just kind of look at it. The color is lighter. My goodness. Of course he's drinking. Yeah, exactly. He's drinking now, the watered down kind. Now, in order to actually like, make the switch, mm-hmm. I think, let me just take a quick check um, to see if that, that seems like it could be deception. I'm, I'm going to like check to see if there's something that's more suited for like sleight of hand. You can roll seduction to distract him. <laughs> there's not a seduction skill. Don't listen to me. <laughs> I think that technically counts as rapport. It could also yeah. be provoke, <laughs> depending it, on. It really, it really depends what kind of mood you're in. Jeffrey <laughs> has rapport. Um, oh, see. I'm gonna make. Can I try and like make it about deception? Because that's what I'm good at. Um, um, like, but well, I, if it's a matter of like saying like look over there, mm-hmm. I think that that I think that's that that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's a matter of going up to the bartender and picking up the rounds myself and being like, oh, I'll carry, oh. I'll carry them over to the table. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Um, so yeah, that will be a, pers- uh, that will be a, um, that'll be a deception versus his, well, perception then. Roll. Or, or his empathy. I, I'm I think it would be I, I don't know. I think it would be notice. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah notice. Oh, jeez. Okay. Okay, no, so. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, okay, yeah. So he rolled a four, and you rolled a one. Are you gonna spend? Are you gonna try and invoke something to pull this off? Um. Well, I don't have any invokes right now. I mean, you did invoke his thing. Could you not? Hmm. Hmm. Let me. What about the bar? Maybe we could invoke like. Ooh. Yeah. What say, are there are there scene aspects for the bar right now? Yeah. Um, we could possibly invoke like the loudness of the bar, like crowdedness, uh, low lighting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know what? It's probably there isn't a lot of there. I'm I'm gonna say right now there aren't a lot of like lights or whatever up because um, it's dusty and you have these torches. And if you're in your ear, you don't want a lot of lights. So I'm gonna say yeah, sure, you can invoke that. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use a fate point to invoke that then um all right then. and re-roll presumably yeah for yeah. a re-roll yeah because you got three negatives in it what okay. the fuck okay <laughs> okay so you're still one below his amazing i mean at least you didn't lose with, lose with unstyle <laughs> yeah and <laughs> eh, me and my rolls sometimes y'all it happens i mean he also that, rolled very well he did yeah, roll it, very well but i have a fate, plus four <laughs> yeah fate is a pretty swingy system i gotta say yeah yeah the fact that there's only three definitely something nice makes you think it'll be but no the fact that you can roll negatives is a big deal yeah basically. yeah 
that's definitely it takes a little getting used to if you're used to just like flat modifiers um okay yeah so i think um I, I think that if he does understand that you were trying to cheat, then he probably at most will like wag a finger at you or whatever. <laughs> um, and like, st- he'll still go ahead with like what he actually ordered. Is anyone else going to try and set something up? Uh, um, I don't think Agrippa will actually. I think Agrippa's just going to try and out drink him legitimately. So, if Zeno was a trickier person, he would absolutely make something in that would allow him to drink a little more because he's mm-hmm. a scientist. Mm-hmm. But he wants to win something really badly, so he's just going <laughs> to oh drink. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. All right, then. Um, is going well, to then, stay. I, I am. Can I? I'm going to make. A, I, I want to say this is a flavor arbitration, mm-hmm. but hear me out. I want whatever our total roll is for each character to be the amount of, of rounds that we drink before we just fucking <laughs> it. Sure. Yes. If you go into the negatives, that's not a great thing. If you go into the negatives, you smell it and then just immediately throw up. <laughs> <laughs> Alright then, oh my God. let's see those let's... rolls. Alright. So this is physique. Mm-hmm. Alright, so I have a plus. Ooh. One shot. Two shots. Oh! Wait. oh. Hey. oh my God. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. No, I'm, I'm still in this. Yeah, Olaf Olaf got, uh, oh, uh, yeah, Olaf got a two. Uh, Agrippa got a three. Uh, yeah, you got a one, as, as expected. Mm-hmm. And Zeno got a two. So, um... Yeah, I think not to drag. In theory, I could have him, like you know, invoke uh, his own stuff to give boosts. But um, I think you know, not to drag this scene out too long. Um, I think that's just how it plays out. That Agrippa, you perhaps inflamed by. What if what if Zeno or I want to challenge? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> oh sorry. Does does Zeno want to challenge? He wants to win. He, also. He, I, he does want to win. He does not have anything he could invoke. I was going to say, uh, I will warn you, I still have the the bonus fate point and refuse to accept defeat. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wait, literally I, I guess I might as well save the perfect point. scenario in which to use it. So. Yeah. No, I'm going to have to give it up to Agrippa then. I think tying right. with the Lush is a good enough reward for right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jeffrey is um, like, why would you do this to people? <laughs> So yeah, I warned um, you. <laughs> Agrippa, like normally, you don't go for this stuff as much. You're more about the integrity of the mind than integrity of the body. So, <laughs> um, but uh, perhaps spurred on by the direness of the situation, um, you like and, uh, down you down like a mug more than he can manage, and so um, I think like. He, like, he had been, like, focusing on the Reganites to start with, but as he sort of uh, rises up, he, like, clasps a hand on your shoulder and says, You know what? You, you really have grown up. You're not, you're not a little kid anymore. You know that? (laughs) Yeah, Agrippa, you really (laughs) have grown up. 
I finally out-trunk you, even though the bartender has turned into snakes. (laughs) (laughs) You're still shorter than me, but you sure have grown up. Can we get get food somewhere (laughs) besides here? This place is gross. (laughs) Jeffrey, you put forth a handsome effort. Look at you, your cute little face. Oh... (laughs) Thank you. You know, I wanted you to know that you're not a failure. I heard you being sad, and it made me sad. <laughs> Meanwhile, Prim is just job. standing there completely sober. <laughs> uh, don't worry about it. She's drinking water, she's watching all of you doofuses, and all she can think is like, my god, I used to run... I used to run this bloody drink from here to Reagan, and these fools, these fools are less knightly than I am. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> All right, everyone. Let's go to the castle. I'm going to have the cook roast us a boar, and we're going to talk to Dad, Woo! and he's going to get everything sorted out. Oh, yeah! Oh, Did I woo Agrippa, too soon? this rules. <laughs> I think I wooed too soon. <laughs> Agrippa, tri- Agrippa triumphantly raises him. <laughs> All right, All and right. I think that's a good place to call that episode. I agree. Yeah, yay! Yeah, we'll see you next time on Big Gay Nerds. Dad, Before... I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Respect me now. <laughs> oh God, damn it, honey! Agrippa's home. <laughs> <laughs>